Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Thanks for joining us. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to World Spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions with your host, Reverend Paul John Roach. So hello and welcome to today's show on World Spirituality on the Unity Online Radio Network. I'm your host, Paul John Roach, coming to you from beautiful day in Fort Worth, Texas. Today, I welcome back to the show a dedicated and delightful person of deep insight and integrity. She's the author of 14 award-winning books. Um, she studied meditation for several decades, including service with uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And she's also a New Thought minister and the founder of Divine Revelation, a technology for contacting the divine presence a well-respected speaker and workshop leader. It's a joy to welcome Susan Shumsky to today's show, and she's going to talk about her new book. It's called Prosperity Meditations, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. All right. So welcome. Welcome, Susan. Glad you're with us today. I'm just thrilled to be here with you today, Paul. It's a great book. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's chock full, isn't it, with uh, <laughs> affirmations and mantras and, and um, visualizations and guided meditations. Uh, there's something for everyone in this book. I think it covers all the, all the bases. I love it. Um, but, you know, you, you start off by saying, uh, that, you know, in, in common understanding, money, uh, uh, you know, because often we think about prosperity, we think about money. And then we think about money and think about it's it's problematic, right? Uh, it, the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, you know, it's better to be poor and, and holy than, than rich and, and forgetful of things divine. But really, that's not true, correct? Uh, no, it's not true. I mean, we have all these preconceived ideas. We've been brainwashed to believe that money is bad, that money is evil that spiritual people cannot be wealthy, that wealthy people can never be spiritual, that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a wealthy person to uh, reach the kingdom of heaven. All of these things we've been trained and brainwashed to believe, that's the problem. (laughs) The problem is our beliefs about money. And, you know, money goes where it's welcomed, and it stays where it's well-treated. So if we're pushing money away because we have these ideas about money that are erroneous, then we will struggle with money. We will struggle with prosperity and abundance, and we will feel that we are living a life of lack 
rather than a life of abundance. Well, I noticed the very first thing you do in the book to shift that around is to offer a a meditation, a guided meditation on on the infinite, right? Um, to to get over the idea that there's any kind of lack in this universe, there isn't. It's it's infinitely uh, good, infinite possible possibilities, and we are that. We can claim that for ourselves. So. I love that. It's, it's sort of redirecting ourselves into more of an expansive mode, right? To claim to claim our good because the universe is literally unlimited good. I'm so glad that you said that you love that and you recognize that because indeed we are infinite beings of light and the divine presence, which is the source of everything in this universe, is without boundaries. There is no lack. There is only infinite everything, <laughs> infinite wealth, infinite prosperity, infinite love, infinite health, infinite happiness. We are living in an abundant universe. Uh, the source of all is without limit, and therefore we can tap into that at any time and claim that for ourselves. And it's always there. It's ever bountiful. It's only our attitude that would create boundaries on that. Yeah, and and uh, once we understand that, it's like a a revelation, isn't it? It's it's like oh my goodness, I can I can trust this, right? I can trust this flow of of infinite good because I only have to look up into the sky or or read the latest um, discovery, you know, that they've they found in astronomy. To, to be uh, all uh, constantly amazed at what where we live you know we live in this universe of beyond our imaginations right and and yet right. it, all works, it all works in divine order you know it's it's not an it, it, it's not grinding down to entropy it, it's 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 self-sustaining if it can self-sustain itself like it does you know in such a magnificent way in in the macro sense it could certainly do the same thing for me right that um <laughs> and for you and for everybody else on this planet right we we we, we could trust it yes and it's all a matter when you say trust it's all a matter of our attitude because we're creating our own reality and our own destiny moment by moment day by day with every thought every word and every deed we are responsible for what we've created because we created ourselves. In the very first verse of the verse, first chapter of the Dhammapada, which is arguably the most important scripture in Buddhism, Buddha tells us all that we are is the result of what we have thought. All that we are, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. And if a person speaks or acts with a pure thought, then happiness follows him or her. If a person speaks or acts with an impure thought, then unhappiness follows him or her. So what he's telling us is that we are indeed responsible. We are indeed creating our destiny moment by moment through every thought, through every word that comes out of our mouths, through every deed that we do. And Jesus said the same thing. He said, we are not defiled by what we put into our mouths. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouths. 
So, you know, it's really not that easy to control the thoughts that are just flowing randomly through our minds every day, but we have tremendous control over what we say and what we do. So rather than going around and saying, oh, I'm so unhappy, I'm so poor, I'm so depressed, I'm so overweight, oh, I'm so unhappy, going around saying these words, speaking these into manifestation especially by invoking the mighty I am presence by using the words I am, every time we speak the words I am into reality, we are using that mighty I am presence. So very important that whatever, whenever we say the words I am, that whatever we say after we say those words be something that we want to own, something that we want to claim. And if we go around saying I am light, I am love, I am healthy, I am happy, I am wealthy, I am joyous, I am fulfilled. Just, you know, notice the difference in vibration of those positive statements compared to the negative statements that I said earlier, which are, which contract our energy field, which make us feel down, make us feel small. But when we say these positive statements, when we use affirmations, they're so powerful Instantly, we will be changed. Instantly, we will be renewed. Instantly, we'll have a better attitude. And attitude is everything because it creates everything, as Buddha tells us. Well, it's an inside job, isn't it? Like we like to say in unity, right? We spend so much time focusing on the outside, the world of conditions. And we may say, well, it's nice to talk about prosperity, but I'm on a limited income you know, the economy's not doing well. I'm in the middle of COVID. You know, if we take our lead from all these exterior things, um, the, the so-called facts of conditions, right, that then we are limited. But, but when we remember it, like you said, it's an inside job. It begins with our thinking. Then we begin to be magnets, right, a, a mighty attractors of the good, uh, which is always present, you know, at, at a higher level of awareness, not in the level of conditioning but in the level of truth and um so it's hard to do that though if we're habituated to seeing from the outside in instead of from the inside out and what i love about the book is that you you know you you encourage us to come from that i am presence um and from that it's the the inside secret kind of thing that until you see until you understand it you totally miss it right we give away our power unfortunately yeah, I'm so glad you brought up this idea of the condition versus the reality. Yeah, so we may have an illness, uh, but that doesn't mean we have to be identified by that illness, for example, because the ultimate truth is not that illness. The ultimate truth is infinite health. So if we can understand this principle of the difference between what is a a fact and what is the ultimate reality, then we can begin to realize that we can change our de- we can change our destiny through changing our minds. And right. it all starts with changing our minds. And that's the principle of affirmative prayer, which is employed in in my book uh, Prosperity Meditations. You know, I, I... I think it was Anne Sexton, the poet, wrote um, 
abundance is poured from abundance and abundance remains. I think she must have been uh, rephrasing the uh, the mantra, the fullness mantra yeah. that you, you you talk about in the book, yeah. which is, you know, fullness right. is poured from fullness and fullness remains. But I, I love that idea. You know, you can't outgive God. You can't, you can't outgive the universe, right? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's not like a, a bucket of good that, you know, if I use some, there's less for somebody else. You know, it, it, it's, uh, it's an endless system, uh, a fountain of limitless good, right? And um, the more exactly. I use it, the more you use it, actually, the more there is. That's one of the, uh, the paradoxes of the, of the world. If you don't use it, it can dry up, right? Well, that is very, very true. Yeah, the thing is that this idea of your fair share, quote unquote, or the idea that there is lack, that uh, you, I'm glad you brought up this idea that uh, that if we have more, then others will have less. These ideas are, these relative conditions, these ideas are so erroneous when the ultimate reality is infinite good infinite abundance, infinite joy, infinite happiness. And my book, uh, Prosperity Meditations, doesn't just deal with money. It deals with abundance on all levels, with health, with relationships, with love, uh, with happiness, with forgiveness. And also it even deals with the world, you know, the planetary abundance. So it's it deals with abundance on all levels of life because abundance isn't just money. That's right. And um, sometimes we're limited to that, you know, but it, I think it does get people's attention money, right, in a way that other things don't because um, we all crave it. We all want it. And um, we look at people that have, you know, a huge superabundance of money and we sometimes get jealous and whatnot. But again, we've forgotten our own inheritance if we do that, because it's it's not about comparing, is it? It's it, I think it was Charles Fillmore, co-founder of Unity, you know, that said that um, you know you don't have to stockpile money; you just have to know that whatever you need at any particular time will come to you in the right and perfect way, you know, as long as you trust in that abundant flow. And I've always thought that's true. You know, it's it's not about oh, I've got millions of dollars, therefore I'm I, I'm secure now. And that's a false idea of prosperity, right? Um, you can have very little in actual things in your bank account, but but you know the flow. And, wh and when you need that money, it, it seems to be there for you. I, I'm not sure how exactly that works, except that I know it's spiritual principle, right? That um, we're always provided for. When we, like we said, when you turn on the faucet, th there's the flow, right? Um, and turning on the faucet can happen, like you said, in many different ways in terms of um, aspects in our lives. But I think it's that willingness to activate that's hugely important, right? The willingness to participate in the flow. I love that. And the thing is that this trust, this idea that we are infinitely provided for, that no matter what, everything's going to be fine because we are in the palms of God's hand and we are being protected, we are being loved, we are being provided for and everything's going to work out okay because we have that faith, that trust and that faith and trust is what draws in that infinite abundance that is there for the taking 
for anyone to just tap into, tap into that treasure trove that is the source, the source of all that is at the basis of this universe. You know, I love um, you know, all your affirmations and, and meditations through the book, but you conclude most of them with, with the uh, master mantra, right? That uh, I like to read it. It says, I am alert, I am awake, I am inwardly and outwardly balanced. I am in control. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. Thank you, God, and so it is. And, and that sort of forms a ground base through the book, doesn't it? That's that's the sort of the grounding affirmation there to claim you're good. Yes, absolutely. The most important affirmation that appears in well, almost every single one of my books is, and I have 20 books, by the way, uh, that most important affirmation is, I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. Powerful stuff, isn't it? Beautiful. It is powerful. And then, of course, the one that we all love, which is the light of God surrounds me, the love of God enfolds me, the power of God protects me, the presence of God watches over me. Wherever I am, God is, and all is well. And if we, if we know that, if we claim that, Yes, wherever I am, God is. That means I am in the presence of God now and always. And God is always with me, within me, and all around me. And therefore, I am divinely protected. I am filled with light. I am filled with love. I am filled with power. I am filled with this divine presence that is the indwelling presence, the presence of God within. And you know, since God is right here, right now within me, what could ever, <laughs> what can be, you know, wrong? God is perfect, so all is perfect. You know, you have an exercise on page, I think it's 45, 46, unlimited thinking exercise where you invite people to take a, a piece of paper and a pen and then actually write down uh, answers to these various um subjects that you're talking about and they're all about being unlimited you know unlimited um, time health energy optimism self-confidence intelligence um, love kindness whatever it might be money power influence success and um, you know you invite people don't don't just put down things again in the outer because it's an inner unlimited good in these areas right but you said this is one right. of the most powerful things you could possibly do um, to do this, because what are you doing? You're visualizing your highest good, right? Um, mm -hmm. you're, you're seeing what it would be like if you had all these things, this, un, say, unlimited kindness. How, how would you express that, right? How, how would that show right. up? And, and if you can conceive it, right, you can achieve it, as they say. So you know, right. the first step is to is to write it down. It's powerful stuff. Yeah, I love the unlimited thinking exercise uh, that's in this book, Prosperity Meditations, 
because it helps you to discover things about yourself that you didn't know. It really uncovers your true purpose, your true destiny. It uncovers why you came to earth, what your mission is, what your mission statement is, really. And that comes through through getting rid of the boundaries that we normally have upon what we think we can do. Because we have so many boundaries, we have so many beliefs and conditioning and and brainwashing that make us believe that we are so limited, just our life, you know, that we can only achieve so much and that, you know, maybe other people can do, but we can't do. All these ideas of can't do and, and, uh, and, and we're not good enough and all these things, those just get blown away when we uh, do this unlimited thinking exercise where we write down what we would do day by day, you know, what we would do every day when we get up in the morning. What would we do if we had the situation of being unlimited and if it were impossible for us to fail? And if we had all of the help we could ever need and we had all the money and all the power and all the self-confidence and everything, what would we do then, you know? So I ask that people write that and, and see, you know, what would we do in that fortunate situation? And indeed, that situation is the reality. <laughs> that is the reality, is that we do have all unlimited resources at our command uh that's the truth that's the ultimate truth you know and i think sometimes we begin by writing down things you know thinking that that's what we want you know mm -hmm. if i had unlimited money and what you know oh, i'd buy this that and the other but then as you yeah. get you know add to that when we begin to think well wait a minute maybe there's more here that i might want you know maybe a, you know, your soul becomes involved in it not just your ego needs and I think it's the same with the gratitude list. You know, you start by being grateful for, say, you know, stuff, but then you keep adding to the gratitude list and you, it ends up in qualities of mind, I think. You know, it ends up uh, in a more noble form. And, and I think that's an, an interesting process too, because we, we all want something greater than just things, I believe. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it leads you into that, that greater awareness because after a, after a while you know things are nice but they're they're kind of tawdry compared to you know the higher qualities the the tr the eternal verities I, I think it was eric butterworth who wrote many great books and one of them was on prosperity some woman came up to him after the service and and was because he you know he taught prosperity and she was showing off her sable coat and um <laughs> he, he said look look what god has manifested for me uh, Reverend Eric, and this beautiful sable jacket, and and uh, he turned to her and said, "Listen, late, listen, dear, God doesn't want you to wear sable. God wants you to be stable." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love that, you know, because he could see that, you know, maybe she was paying a little too much uh, credence to the fact that, you know, the the sable was important. But there are more important <laughs> things than than mink coats or sable coats, right? Uh, Though it, there's yeah. nothing wrong with having them, it's just the attachment to them that we don't want. Yeah, I mean, it's wonderful to uh, enjoy all the good that is available to us. 
but the real stuff of life is love. And love is the currency that is most valuable in this lifetime. And as we grow older, we realize more and more what the true stuff of life is, that it's not material things, that it is indeed the riches of the heart, the riches of love, the riches of companionship, the riches of, of what we offer, what we give to people, our kindness, our, uh, our charitable deeds, all the things that really make up life, that, that have to do with our true destiny, our true purpose. Uh, the problem with this idea of, uh, quote, unquote, the secret is making a list, you know, listing the things, okay, here's the things I want. But before we ever make such a list, it's very, very important that we find out what we really desire, our true heartfelt desires. And our true heartfelt desires are much deeper than these things that we put on this laundry list. So uh, I recommend that people first discover their true divine mission and purpose before they make their list of things that they their goal goals list or whatever you want to call it list of things they want to accomplish the first we ask spirit with a capital s what is highest wisdom for me to do in this lifetime what is highest wisdom for me to accomplish and then once we know the answer to that question then our list may be very different than we would have written before uh, totally true. I love that. Yeah, it's very, very important. And the antidote to this prosperity gospel kind of thinking, which tends to focus again on outer things rather than than in a change. Uh, we're at the break. I'm with Susan Shumsky, and she's written a wonderful book called Prosperity Meditations, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. Uh, we're going to take a break now and listen to these messages from unity and we'll be back in a couple of minutes so join us then sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed you don't know where to turn These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. We're glad you found us. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to World Spirituality with Reverend Paul John Roach. All right, welcome back to today's show. I'm with Susan Shumsky. We're talking about her book, Prosperity meditations, everyday practices to create an abundant life. And before we return to that, I just want to share a little prosperity 
good news myself. My book is finally out, folks. It's been uh, due out for a little bit, but it's been uh, held back because of, you know, all the craziness that's going on, the lack of supplies to the printer and some other things. Um, but but that's all in the past now, and, and it's actually here. So uh, we're going live. You can buy it. Um, Starting tomorrow, uh, you can order directly. You don't have to pre-order. Um, it's called uh, Unity and World Religions, and I'm really excited. I'm going to see the book myself in a few days, have it in my hands. So it's a dream long held, and now it's come into actuality. So uh, that that's prosperity, not just about money, and the, uh, because that's really not as important as getting the wealth of ideas, I hope, that's in the book out to as many people as possible. So I'm celebrating that today. Um, but like, like I said, I'm with Susan Shumsky, and she knows all about this. She's written um, over well, close to 20 books herself, and um, many are award-winning. And uh, we're looking at this one, Prosperity Meditations. And as we said earlier, uh, Susan pointed out, it's not just about money. It's about health. It's about um, relationships. It's about claiming your good. Uh, emotionally, spiritually, it's about planetary good and, and the wholeness as well, right? So uh, prosperity is way more than just um, you know, the, the money in our hands. It's, it's the flow of good throughout the, the, every aspect of our being. Oh, very much so, yeah, it is. Prosperity is not necessarily defined as money in the bank. It's defined right. as money in our soul <laughs> money in our soul which i would call love love is really the key to prosperity because love is uh, what runs this universe you know love is what motivates us and you know, we live in love and love is the greatest currency that we could ever have or own you know, the old-time metaphysicians, including Charles Fillmore, used to talk about it as uh, substance, right? Divine substance. Right, and, exactly. Um, Divine not substance. substance like we think about, you know, in chemistry, a, a physical thing, but but, a, but an energy, if you like, um, uh, the source of all our good uh, made manifest. And it's, it's, uh, if you talk about Hinduism, you know, there's the, the infinite potential of, of Shiva, for instance, uh, but then you know, the, the, the substance of the infinite um, power and intelligence of the universe is the Shakti or, or Prakriti, which is the energy, the outpicturing, which is substance, right? So they go together, you know, the, the, it's sort of a cosmic dance, right? You've got the, um, the infinite idea, but then it's clothed in, in, uh, in expression, right? So, so this is how the dance happens. And I think if we understand that, then we become attractors of the good, right? The substance is attracted to us because we remember we're beings of infinite possibility and we clothe that with, with the substance of all of provision, all that we would want in our lives. It's, a, it's such a beautiful exposition that you just gave of Indian philosophy and how we have the... Uh, Purusha and Prakriti, Purusha being that absolute oneness, that absolute wholeness that underlies the entire universe. And then the Prakriti, which is the female 
aspect, which is the really what creates, what manifests the universe into physical form. And uh, we, uh, as individuals, are creators of our destiny through free will. And we employ that substance that underlies and gives rise to the universe to create our destiny. And in fact, we are responsible for what we've created because there are no victims. There are only volunteers, as Terry Cole Whitaker said so beautifully, that we we create our destiny ourselves through every thought, through every word, through every deed. And therefore, we've, we've created it all. So if we've created a mess, uh, it's not a good idea for us to dwell on the fact that we created a mess or to feel guilty about it. Just know that we, because we created a mess, we can also create heaven <laughs> because we're the creator. So that's the good news. The good news is that we can change our destiny. You know, the bad news might be that we created our destiny, but the good news is we can create a different one if we don't like the one we created. So we have to start somewhere. I know that people may feel overwhelmed, like, oh, I've created this destiny that's, uh, look at the soup I'm in, look at the mess I'm in. So we have to start somewhere. We have to just pick ourselves up and realize I can change this. I have the power to change this because I'm I'm creating it all in every moment. So how about if I create something different? How about if I start by saying a few affirmations that will get me out of this funk and give me a new positive attitude and thereby I can change my entire life through meditation, through affirmation, through prayer, through mantras, through the many techniques that I provide in this book, Prosperity Meditations, we have the power to change our destiny. I do believe that guided meditation is the most uh, easy and effortless way to meditate. And there are many guided meditations in this book that I recommend that you actually read audibly onto a device and then sit comfortably and start the playback and close your eyes and just let your own voice guide you into deep meditation. And the meditations in this book are all to help us to transform our attitude so that we can attract greater abundance in every area of life. Now, it's interesting uh, you mentioned audible, right? Because there is a power, isn't there, to the spoken word. Um, it, mm-hmm. it's, it goes into your consciousness in a deeper way than if you just read something. And, um, yes. and, and I think there's power to that. And the fact you've you know, chosen perhaps to, to use your own voice there, you know, using this affirmation, that then it, it it's vibrating with you with your particular consciousness and and it's very meaningful even more than maybe than listening to somebody else though that can be powerful too but um, yeah. I love that idea you know that we're we're, um, we're we're creating an energy field here by doing this and um, it can become very 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 powerful um, and I, I I like that myself I like to you know sometimes um, 
speak out my my affirmations or whatever it is, not just have them in my head because then they become much more real. Um, it's easy for the mind waves to overtake uh, thought, but it's harder when you actually vocalize it. Uh, and I guess this is the whole power of mantra, right? We, uh, in the East, uh, you know, you're familiar with Hinduism and, and Buddhism's the same. You know, um, daily affirmations and mantras being and, um, and chants, you know, have a powerful effect on our consciousness and on the thought atmosphere around us too, right? Absolutely. If we want to manifest something in this physical world, the most powerful way to do that, in my opinion, is to speak your affirmations audibly with confidence in a clear voice and with conviction. And uh, that that voice, uh, if you just pretend as though your higher self is saying the affirmation through you, then you'll find that it's more powerful. And, you know, don't get all caught up with what I just said. You know, oh, how can I do that? You know, oh, oh my higher self, oh, I can't do it. Just pretend, okay? Just pretend as though your higher self is saying the affirmation through you. It's really that simple. So when you say, I am in control, just pretend as though it's your higher self saying that. And say it with absolute conviction and absolute confidence and say it audibly and you know uh, say it in a loud loud I think say it even loud so that you have even more forcefulness when you're when you're speaking your affirmation and you know the thing is um, these truths especially when they're phrased in the form of an affirmation you know they are the absolute truth for us right whether whether our Humanness is caught on to that or not. So it's not like we're lying to ourselves. We're invoking the higher presence that's already there within us and mm-hmm. um, and bringing ourselves to that to that level. I know some people say, oh, well, that's just wishful thinking, whatever. I just don't feel that. But, um, you, you know, that's, fine. that's that's OK, too. I think we have to be honest about where we are, but not be limited. Yeah. Um, you, what you talked about earlier reminds me that we are in a quantum universe and, and so much work has been done now in terms of the link between quantum physics and, you know, quantum consciousness, right? Um, mm-hmm. The universe is a tendency towards something. It can unfold in an infinite way. And, and we are those quantum beings, right? So, so we can be a particle if we want. We, we can be a separate sense of self. Or, or we can be a, a wave, you know, part of this flow, and it, the choice is us, up to us. But, but the universe will provide whatever we, uh, you know, what our heart desires. And as you mentioned earlier, it's not just about money. You talk about your good um, in terms of your life purpose, your career, your even your automobile, um, your, your, you know, your home. Uh, you talk about health uh, on various levels, not just physical, but emotional, spiritual talk about greater love, uh, you talk about sexuality, and you talk about, you know, the unlimited planet we're on, the healing of our, uh, you know, seemingly broken um, Mother Earth right now. All, all these Hi. things are aspects of, of consciousness. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, I, w- I want, uh, you know, a fancy sports car. Is that okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Fancy sports car is definitely. I'm not saying I do. Of... I'm just putting that out. 
<laughs> I, I know. I, I understand. It's a hypothetical. Uh, right. The reality is that, yes, uh, you deserve to have all the good that is available in this universe. And depending on what you focus on, that's what grows stronger in your life. Um, my guru, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, used to always say that. He used to say, whatever you place attention on grows stronger in your life. So whatever it is you focus on, whatever it is that you persevere and uh, persist to attain, is exactly what's going to manifest. Um, I always believed, ever since I was a child, that if I wanted to attain a goal, all I had to do was just make a final and firm decision. And, and you know, not only just a conviction, not only just uh, a decision, but an absolute final decision where there's no going back, where you decide absolutely, yes, I am creating this in my life, and then do whatever it takes to make it happen. It's really quite simple. It's much simpler than people sort of think. They think it's all, oh, complicated, and I need this, and I need that, and how will I do this, and get caught and tied up in knots about everything. Really, our mind is incredibly powerful. We've created everything. (laughs) Everything in your life was created by your mind. That's what Buddha tells us. That's what Jesus tells us. All the great sages throughout the ages have told us that same thing. It's there in the Upanishads. It's there in all the ancient scriptures. It's in the Tao Te Ching. It's everywhere. So all we need to do is just make a final, final, not just a decision, a final and firm decision where you're not going to go back. You're going to create this no matter what. And then never, 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 never give up. Well, Okay. Yeah, you've created it. Uh, Did you want it in the first place? Hopefully, yes. Hopefully, before you ever made this final and firm decision, you meditated and found out from spirit, is this of highest wisdom for me to manifest in my life? Do I really need this sports car that you were talking about? Is that really my highest good? Is that what's of highest wisdom for me? So I always ask, Spirit, you know, I I actually specialize in um, my specialty in teaching is to help people to listen to the still small voice within, to be in touch with spirit with a capital S and ask for guidance from spirit. And the guidance would be in the form of, is it highest wisdom for me to have this sports car? Would this be of highest good for me? Is this going to serve my true divine purpose and destiny? And if the answer is yes, then by all means, yes, we must have the sports car, yes. And I think that's very wise because, um, you know, if I look at all angles, you know, maybe it's going to cost me more to have the sports car and I won't be able to have other things in my life, you know, because I'm putting too much emphasis on the car. Or maybe I really (laughs) want something else. You know, the, the sports car might represent a sense of self-worth or relaxation or um, achievement. And, and is, real, is really the sports car the manifestation of all those things? Or maybe uh, I'm, I'm already, uh, you know, achieving and I'm already doing things at a different uh, level and I might not need that manifestation. So, yeah, if, the, if they really look at all these elements before we just jump in and say, well, 
you know, everybody tells me sports cars are cool, so I better get one, you know. Um, and, you know, it may, it may not be, right? And um, and we know, we know so many people who are rich. We see celebrities uh, every day. And we know that their, you know, their money doesn't necessarily bring them happiness. So, um, you know, it's not just about money or the thing. It's, it's, a, it's about whether that's the right and perfect manifestation for you for, at this time. Now, sometimes if I crave something, I, I, I stop and I ask myself, well, wait a minute, enjoy what you already have. And, uh, and I start looking around and, and then I, I almost I, then I usually forget that I had a craving for something because it was like, wait a minute, I don't need that. Look at all this, the other stuff I already have, you know. So again, <laughs> it's just reprioritizing because we all have dreams, don't we, about, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I had this? And then I then I stop and I think, yeah, but what? You've already got this, that, and the other. I look around my house and think, my goodness, it's you know, it's a treasure trove of things, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and it brings me home to the fact that you know, enough's enough's enough. So yeah, I think uh, to really seek your your true purpose is is essential. So thank you for for teaching that. That's very important. Um, well, Jesus said, Jesus said, you know. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all else will be added unto you. So right. he had his he had his priorities in order <laughs> there. Right. Those exactly. are the priorities. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You know. So that's you know, that's so our number of, one priority. Yeah, and I love that quote actually because it's the key, isn't it? Um, it you really know, because is. once you've sought the kingdom, the things you thought you needed might change, right? Because uh, yes. the, again, it's an inside job. You know, once once you realize that I have the kingdom of abundance already here, then I, I might not crave the things so much that I thought I needed, and it reprioritizes all the things that I'd like to see in my life. So that that's important too. And I think a lot of it comes down to, and you talk about this, it comes down to uh, self worth, right? And you and you, you you talk about. Um, Having self-love is so important. So much lack, so much fear, so much uh, cut off from our good happens because we, we just don't have good self-worth. We feel we're not deserving, we're not um, worthy, whatever. Um, and to yeah. shift that around is, is huge, isn't it? To, to have a healthy self-esteem about ourselves. Not an ego boost, but a, 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 the fact that you deserve to be here. You know, like you said, I'm in control of my life. I am the sole one who can take charge of my life. I, I have power here, um, just as yeah. we all do, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, let me just say uh, one affirmation from my book here. Um, I am the author of my destiny. My thoughts, words, and deeds determine my future. Therefore, I have the power to change my destiny. I am my divine indwelling thought adjuster. When I change my thoughts, I change my life. I am merged, united, and one with my divine presence. I am a radiant light bearer. I live in the heart of God. I dwell in the house of the Lord. I am God in action. I am God in activity. I am God's philanthropist. I am God's ambassador. I am peace and harmony. I am infinite creativity. I am infinite beauty. I am infinite love and light. Everything is perfect, and so is everything else. I am the divine expression of perfection. I am perfection everywhere present. I am perfection everywhere now. I am perfection here now. 
I now bless everyone, everything, and every situation in my life as good, good, and very good. I claim my good, very good perfection now. The boundless good of the universe now manifests in my mind, body, and affairs. There is no limit to my good. My good is at hand. I now bless all of life, and all of life now blesses me. I am divinely blessed and inspired. I am divinely beloved and cherished. I am loved beyond measure. Thank you, God, for your perfect presence in, through, and as me, as all, as all creation. Thank you, God, for this precious moment and for every precious moment. Every moment is a miracle. Thank you, God, and so it is. So it is. Wow, powerful stuff. And folks, that's just Uh one of the hundreds of meditations and affirmations in this book. That's what makes it so powerful. Imagine uh, giving yourself the gift of that and and allowing yourself to be filled with those uh, beautiful statements of truth, um, which makes this book a a treasure trove for for anybody that wants to to find, um, you know, greater abundance in their lives. Um, So if you want to get hold of it, it's published in in all the usual outlets, right? And if they want to find out more about you, uh, Susan, you have a, a website that they could go to? Uh, DrSusan.org, DrSusan.org, or uh, another website I have is DivineTravels.com. That's plural on the travels. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S. DivineTravels, plural, dot com. Excellent. And, of course, you've got a bunch of other books that you've uh, brought out over the years, and you can find out about that uh, those on the website as well um excellent stuff uh let me tell people about next week's show and then we should have a few minutes left to talk about the state of the world today and and what wisdom you can give for us to give us a little more peace in our in our lives so let's take a moment to talk about next week Uh, next week uh, author and coach michael taylor joins me and uh, we're going to discuss his book called What If Jesus Were a Coach? Ten Life Lessons Taught by the Master Teacher. And of course, he was a coach, wasn't he, in my mind? Um, so we'll find out what um, what Michael has to say about that. Join me then for that. But in the last few minutes, um, let's talk about the world is, you know, full of storms and stress. And whether it be COVID or whether it be uh, Ukraine, we're wor- worrying about war or or, or the 101 other things, climate change, etc. cetera. Um, what's your advice that we can do to be productive and, and not panic, Susan? Well, I believe that meditation is the panacea of all ills. Meditation is a way for us to center ourselves and to be in a state of unity consciousness, a state of connection with spirit with a capital S, And the more that we are connected to spirit, the greater our contribution is to world peace. The greater our contribution is to world abundance, to world prosperity. Uh, Because every individual on this planet is creating the collective consciousness of this world. And uh, my guru, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, he always used to say, in order for the forest to be green, the trees must be green. Every individual tree must be green. 
in order for the world to be at peace, the individuals in the world must be at peace. So the best way for us to contribute to the good of this planet, to the good of this world, is to attain peacefulness within ourselves through meditation for us to uh, change our own level of consciousness, raise our own level of consciousness to a state of calm, peacefulness, wholeness, oneness, unity, uh, happiness, fulfillment. When we are in that happy and fulfilled state, then we are creating we are contributing more to this planet than we could possibly ever realize or imagine. Uh, We are responsible for this planet. Uh, Our consciousness is what creates the state of the planet. So it's very important that we clean our consciousness and create uh, infinite awareness within us that Uh, unbounded awareness within us which is filled with love light happiness and wholeness and radiate that we just automatically radiate that when we're in deep meditation i love it thank you so much and uh not to lose hope but to keep the faith and and though we have these tremendous resources and it's wonderful to have a book like this because those resources are right there for us to to use uh, on any given day in all aspects of our lives. So thanks so much for listening to this show on the Unity Online Radio Network, the voice of an awakening world. And thank you, Susan, once again, for being such a, a, a wonderful voice of that truth. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for inviting me, Paul. It's been a delight to speak with you. Likewise. All right, take care, folks. Have a good week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.